Over the years since its release in 2010, Instagram continues to get more and more complex all the time with different ways to post and browse content on the app. This leaves a lot of content creators, especially beginners, confused about which kind of content to create, when, and why. From feed posts, to reels, to stories, and IGTV, there are so many ways to reach your audience on Instagram, and each of these different formats have advantages and disadvantages for how they generate reach, engagement, and convert followers into true fans. In this episode, I'm going to give you the ultimate guide to all five main types of Instagram posts and what their benefits and disadvantages are and how they should fit into a content strategy that is designed to help you grow. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. dive in today, I need to send a major thank you to the reviewer of the week, EK Page. Thank you so much for your kind review. They write, so happy I stumbled on this jewel of a podcast. I'm a public health dentist and very new to the content creation community at the underscore essence underscore page. Katie provides such great insight. I'm sad when each episode ends. She's so genuine. I truly feel like she's speaking to me and wants me to succeed. I hear tips and tricks on her podcast that really work. And when I have a theory about something, I can always count on her to either confirm or deny. Thank you so much for that kind review. It's true. I truly want each and every single one of you listeners to succeed in your social media journey, which is why I come back every single week with these in-depth episodes, sharing really all of my knowledge about social media marketing in this hopefully fun to listen to format. If you'd like your review read on the show, please go ahead and leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It really means the world to me to read your kind words, and it also helps this show to keep growing. Excitingly, at least at the time of recording, Creator Club is actually at number 17 in the Apple Podcast charts for marketing in the U.S., which is so, so exciting. My dream is to eventually crack that top 10, and I think that this community has the power to do it. So please, if you've been a longtime listener and you haven't left a review yet, please go ahead and leave me a rating and review, and I would love to read it on the show and give you a little bit of a shout out. Also, If you haven't, make sure you subscribe to the show. Maybe this is the first time you're listening. And if it is, hi, welcome, I'm Katie. And trust me, I release episodes just like this every Monday. So make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. It's totally free and it helps me keep growing the show. And of course, leave a rating and review if you would be so kind because it really helps. All right, with that being said, let's get into these five different types of content on Instagram breaking it down, telling you everything I know about how they play into your growth strategy. Like I was saying in the intro, 
Each different post type on Instagram has different benefits and different advantages in the algorithms that help you generate engagement, deepen your relationship with your audience, or expand your reach. And yes, I did say algorithms, plural. During Instagram's Creators Week, just a couple weeks ago, we got a bit of an insight into how each of these different formats play together and how the app determines what our followers see and what they don't see. So if you're not familiar, Creators Week was essentially run by Instagram, providing advice about how to grow on Instagram. So we got a lot of great info direct from the source. And according to Instagram themselves, there are multiple different algorithms for the different formats of content. So the feed, IGTV, Reels, etc. We'll get into all of them in this episode. And so understanding that these different pieces are treated differently and distributed differently by their individual algorithms we can therefore understand that they play different roles in building a content strategy. And so it's very important to balance out these different pieces of content, understand the role they play so that you can create a cohesive strategy across all these different types and formats of content. These different post types also play different roles in the life cycle of a new follower, which is something I really want to focus on in this episode as well, because this sort of structure or way of thinking about the different types of Instagram posts occurred to me recently, and I I think it's going to be really helpful. So we could call this the life cycle of a new follower or maybe the funnel of of a new lead finding you. That's kind of the business way of thinking about it. Really, it's just how new people find you and get to know you on Instagram. And I want to share this framework with you in this episode because I think it's going to be really helpful for you to understand how these different types of content play a role in someone new getting to know you. And really this funnel is at the core of what Instagram growth is because even though when it comes to growth, we're all thinking about how we can gain thousands of followers, that comes down to individual people finding you, liking your content enough to hit follow and becoming engaged with your content. Really, it's similar to making a new friend because ultimately I believe that growing your presence on Instagram, at least in the beginning, actually really should be just literally building relationships and growing friendships with people online. I know that sounds like a lot of work and look, it is. It is a lot of work to build new friendships online to grow your presence. But the principle that I like to follow and which has helped me grow my business and my online presence to the six figures in terms of both revenue and subscribers on YouTube is by doing things that don't scale. Paul Graham of famous startup incubator Y Combinator is known for advising startups to start with doing things that don't scale. So many of us, when we're starting a business or trying to grow a brand online, are focused on how we can get to the hundreds of thousands or millions of followers or revenue dollars on the business side. Therefore, we're busy thinking about how we can make passive income, how we can launch a course that's going to generate us hundreds of thousands of dollars of revenue, how we can generate an immense amount of traffic to get new followers. We make these massive strategies about how we're going to do these really, really big things. But these kinds of strategies really just take a long time to build up and they're not really going to get you there very fast in the beginning. A lot of these really big strategies kind of depend on you already being at a certain point in your growth. So it's important to really focus on things that are actually going to move the needle for you, 
even if you know you won't be able to do them for the long term. When you're getting started out, you don't have to commit to growth strategies that you're going to use forever. If you're trying to grow to 100 followers, use the strategies that help you get 100 followers, not a million followers. The story that always gets referenced during the things that don't scale conversation is Airbnb. So sorry you've heard this one before, but I heard it recently and I found it very impactful when I learned about it. So I want to share it with you now because I think that it will change the way you think about Instagram growth and growing your online presence in general. So when Airbnb first started and they had their first couple of listings live, they were running into a problem where they found potential guests were not booking the accommodations that were listed because the photos just didn't really look that good. The property owners who were listing rental properties were uploading kind of crappy photos that just did not do these spaces justice. And so the founders of Airbnb ended up driving around to all of their listings themselves with a nice camera to take high quality photos of all of these listings for free for the property owners to try to market the properties better for these owners because they knew that if owners were not getting rentals through their website, they weren't going to stick around. So they had to find a way to get results for these property owners in order to get more listings on their site and therefore get a bigger user base, etc. And so of course, within a few weeks, bookings did start to come in. They were able to kickstart the growth of their platform by doing something that did not scale. If they would have ignored that simple solution because they knew they wouldn't be able to do it long term, like they knew if they were going to build a multi-million dollar company, they couldn't personally go around being everyone's photographer, but they did it anyway because they knew this would be the key to success in the beginning. If they had chosen not to follow this strategy simply because it didn't scale, they might have ended up having a failed website instead of a globally successful tech company. And so the same principle applies to social media growth. You need to start by doing things that don't scale. And what I mean by that is building relationships with individual people. Instead of thinking about the thousands of people that you want to eventually attract, think about one person. How can you get one person to follow you? Make friends with people online and they will eventually become your followers. No, you can't make friends with 100,000 people. But if you're starting from zero, growth just means making friends with five or 10 people, and that is very doable. So instead of thinking about growth in terms of the principles and strategies that you want to be using once you have a million followers, think about how you can make simple changes that will generate growth where you are now and do things that don't scale. So with all that being said, and thank you for indulging me in that little motivational rant, but I just find it a very interesting perspective to have on social media growth. Let's go through these five main types of content that you can share on Instagram, and I'm going to walk you through them in the order and context of someone new finding you on the platform and their journey to becoming your number one fan. So this is sort of the life cycle. This is the funnel of bringing just that one or maybe those two people through your content and into being one of your biggest fans. And so this journey starts with reels, which I would say is kind of like the handshake when you're getting to know somebody. So a few quick facts about reels in case you're not familiar. What are reels? Reels are short form videos from 15 to 30 seconds long that often follow trends, use popular audios and share quick wins or entertainment for new audiences. Where can you watch reels? either on the main feed of Instagram, if they're content created by people you follow or on the Reels Explore page. And who sees your Reels? 
your current followers, but more importantly, potential new followers who come across you on the Reels Explore page. In our journey of meeting someone new, Reels are the handshake. During a client strategy call recently, I sort of came up with this metaphor for Reels and for the user journey as a whole on Instagram on the spot, and it really seemed to unlock something for my client to help her understand how these different forms of content work together, and so I thought it would be perfect to share in this podcast. So when she was uncertain about how to determine what to post on stories and what to post on reels, how do you decide same kind of content, which platform do I post it on? I said, reels is like meeting someone totally new. Imagine you were at a party and talking to someone you never met before. What would you say to them? When you meet someone new, we try to find things that we have in common, right? This is our first step. We ask a few questions, learn a little bit about this new human, and then try to make connections. What do we have in common with each other? So that's what I want you to do with Reels as well. But the beauty of Reels, as opposed to actually meeting a stranger at a party, is that you already kind of have something in common. You know what you have to relate to with the viewer because you know who you want to target. The Instagram Reels algorithm serves users' videos based on their interests. So if you can make it clear in your caption with keywords or with specific hashtags what your content is about, then the algorithm will know who to show it to. So, you know, in the example of meeting someone at a party, if you had to go around asking people, oh, what do you do for work until you find somebody else that has a similar job to you so that you can talk about that and have that in common, Basically, the Instagram algorithm for reels is like the equivalent of like a matchmaker who brings you to somebody at the party who already has the same career as you. So, you know, you have that in common already. So you can just start by making reels for your ideal audience and then making sure that the metadata surrounding your video, the keywords and hashtags align with that. So you already know this viewer struggles, their concerns, what they would find funny, and you can make content about that, something that they would relate to. So you know then when they come across your video, they will feel that connection with you and potentially even check out your page and follow you. And when someone new follows you, you've completed the metaphorical handshake in this example, and you've moved on to feed posts, which are the first conversation. So a couple quick stats about feed posts. What what are feed posts, first of all? Feed posts are the original form of content on Instagram, and now this has grown to include photos, videos under one minute, and carousels that appear in the main feed of accounts that a user is following. Where do you view feed posts? Well, in the main home feed, of course, or on the explore page, in guides, and sometimes when they're shared to stories. If someone feels really connected to the reel that they've found of yours, then chances are they might just tap on your username and check out your profile. From there, they will see your grid of feed posts, which will give them the first impression of your content. If they hit follow, they will start seeing more of your feed content over the next couple days as Instagram tends to push content into the feeds of new followers so that the algorithm can start to learn how much they will engage with you and therefore how often the algorithm should show you their content. So you can think about your feed content as those first few conversations as you're getting to know someone. They now have a bit more information on who you are and what you do, so you don't need to reintroduce yourself all the time or provide a ton of extra context like you would on Reels. Actually, you can start to dive in and get a little bit more vulnerable with your audience in your feed posts, sharing about your struggles, how you've overcome them, and sharing more info about how you can help them too. 
Feed content is really the backbone of what you're doing with your Instagram strategy. It's where your most in-depth, high-value content on Instagram is going to live. Now, the main purpose of feed content is going to be providing value and building that connection with your audience. However, there is opportunity for feed content to help expand your reach as well, particularly through utilizing shareable content. Like I mentioned, feed content can be viewed in stories when a user taps that little paper airplane button and shares a feed post to their story. This function is a really great way to expand your reach. If you can create something that is worth sharing, then your followers might just help you expand your reach and potentially find new followers for you by putting your content in front of their audiences. So when you're developing your feed content strategy, which can be a balance of video content, graphics, carousels, and images, remember to balance creating shareable content to reach new audiences and creating high value content to connect further with your existing audience. Because if your new followers start to find value in your feed posts and they like what they see, then most likely they will start interacting with your next form of content along the path, which is stories, which in my example would be like talking on the phone with someone or texting with someone, getting to know them through short conversations here and there. But before we get into stories and how they fit into your strategy, I want to take a real quick break from the episode to tell you a little bit about the business behind this podcast, Creatorly Media. This episode of Creator Club is brought to you by Creatorly Media. Creatorly Media is the internet's only content creation agency by creators for creators, founded by me, Katie Steckley. We're passionate about helping you create genuine, engaging content for your audience. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, or produce a podcast, we have services that will help you every step of the way. If you want to learn more, check out our website, creatorlymedia.com, and book a discovery call to chat with me today about how we can help. We can't wait for you to join the club. So let's get back into it. Stories, the stage of the relationship where you've met, you've had a couple conversations, and now you're talking more regularly about your everyday life. So what are story posts? Story posts are vertical photo and video content that are formatted in five to 15 second slides that users can tap through. Where to watch stories? You can watch stories in the feed at the top of the app where it's available for 24 hours only unless you add it to a highlight on your profile where people can watch them back indefinitely. Stories are honestly probably the most popular content on the app right now, or it's close tie with reels. This is where a lot of people are spending their time these days. This doesn't mean that it's the only important part of your content strategy though, because like I've detailed already, you can see how reels and feed content really come into play as well. But Instagram users tend to start tapping through stories before they interact anywhere else on the app. Stories are like chatting on the phone or texting with a new friend because this is the stage where you start to share more about your day-to-day life. This is the place to share your morning coffee or your new favorite lunch spot. It doesn't always have to be content that's directly related to your niche. This is the place to really let your personality shine as followers transition from knowing you as only the insert your niche here person, but rather as a human being that they can relate to and connect with. Stories are really the place where you're going to take that relationship to the next level by being honest and relatable, and also by engaging with your audience through interactive stickers like polls and question boxes, and through chatting with people in your story replies. If your followers really start to connect with you through all those previous forms of content, then they might just make the commitment to start watching your IGTV videos, which is the next step along this content path. IGTV, in my example, is kind of like going out for coffee with a friend. So what are IGTV videos? They're longer form videos in vertical or horizontal format, 
anywhere from just over a minute long to an hour long. Where can you watch these videos? On the main feed of Instagram from people that you're following. They can choose to post them in the feed or in the IGTV section of the creator's profile. They also sometimes show up on the explore page. IGTV videos are like going out for coffee because it's a chance to really sit down with your closest audience members and have a longer chat, provide more value, and build that relationship further. IGTV was created really to be a competitor to YouTube, so that's probably the closest comparison in terms of how users interact with these videos. But I would actually encourage you to approach them knowing that people tend to have a shorter attention span or less commitment on Instagram than they would on YouTube. So you want to try to keep your intros short and sweet and dive straight into the value and not put too much fluff into your videos. It is possible to find IGTV videos in the Explore page, but generally I find that IGTV videos give you the most return on investment when you focus them on your existing audience, because those are the people who are most likely to take the time to actually sit down and watch a longer video from you. You've already proven to them that you provide value, that you're interesting, so they'll make that time investment to watch something longer because they, they already trust you. This is also a great place to publish previous live streams to give them a bit of a longer shelf life. Which, speaking of lives, let's talk about the final stage of friendship with your followers on Instagram and our fifth type of content that you can make on the app, and that is lives, which in this path, this metaphor, I would compare to hanging out with somebody regularly, having those deep life chats, really getting to know them on a personal level. So what are live streams? Lives are exactly what they sound like, live videos where you can chat with your audience in the comments, answer questions, and even do collaborative lives with other creators, meaning you're both on video, you're having a conversation in front of an audience. Where can you watch these? These show up in the stories feed with a slightly different color ring and a little live icon around them so people can tap into them and then they're taken to that specific live stream. So due to the nature of how people find live streams, they are not very discoverable, which is kind of what makes them at the end of this path for your new followers finding you. There's no lives explore page or feed. So really only your current followers are going to find this content unless you're doing a collab with another creator, in which case their audience might be able to find you through the live. So because of this, lives are really best suited for connecting with your existing audience in a really personal way. That's why lives are like hanging out with people and having those deep life chats. These people are your ride or die BFFs. You're basically hanging out with them on the live when you do a live stream and having a conversation with them if you're answering questions or replying to the comments. If people come to your live, then you know they are really invested in you and your content. So this is the perfect place to really provide a ton of value and potentially even convert followers into customers and just build that like, know, and trust factor with your people. So as you can see, all of these different formats of Instagram content have an important role to play in finding new followers, getting to know them better, and ultimately turning them into your fans or customers. Depending on where you are in your stage of growth, you may be prioritizing some of this content more than others to reach your particular goals, and that's totally fine. Just make sure that you're covering all your bases with each form of content so that you're not losing out on any followers who may be at different points along this journey of getting to know you and becoming one of your true fans.
Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.